I'm Justine. I'm Daniela. And, and welcome, welcome to Zen What, a podcast where we discuss our own personal journeys towards healing and wellness. We're two best friends on a mission to break the stigma around mental health. And we hope that by sharing our stories, you will feel less alone. The, the veil, veil of silence drops with us. Hey everyone, we're wishing you all the very best. Whether you're thriving or surviving, we're here for you. If you haven't yet, please rate, review, and subscribe to Zen What on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you choose to listen. So, <laughs> since you're doing the same as we were both doing in episode five, because mm-hmm. we are batch recording today. Yep. Because Danielle is going where? On vacation! California! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, did that bring you back? Here we come! <laughs> Wait, who was that by? Nirvana? No. No. Oh, All American regions. No, 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 no. None of those. None of those people. And then I, go, okay. I used to listen to... That used to be on my iPod. I yeah. can't believe I'm like blanking out right now. I know. The, 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 with, the, with the scroll. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's see. Phantom Planet. I was like, it's some planet. Phantom Whoa. Planet. Yeah, we yep. got in that one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. So Danielle is going out to California. She's gonna update us on her trip when she's back. But we're back recording today. Um, so we have a, a fun segment mm-hmm. um, where we pulled the and game. Um, Natasha and I have talked about this before in like one of our lifestyle episodes. I am obsessed with this game. I have four different editions. <laughs> Of this game. Big fan. Yes, big <laughs> fan. And we have um, the healing mm-hmm. edition. Mm-hmm. Um, we decided to pull a couple of cards mm-hmm. from the healing edition to ask ourselves some questions. Yeah. Um, what was the card? We were going to, yeah, we were going to do it in real time. But we were like, ooh, what if it's a hard question? And the first question was, what's your biggest source of pain right now? See ya. We're just like, nope, nope. <laughs> On to the next. Nope, nope. Especially for our topic today, which yeah. is grief. Yeah. That's, the, that's yeah. just a no. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's a no a, for me, darling. No, absolutely not. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to pull a card, mm-hmm. and then you're going to pull a card, yeah. and we're going to answer it. Mm-hmm. You want to go first? Sure. Okay. Oh, and I'm answering the question that I'm pulling? Is that it? You asked me. I asked you. Got mm-hmm. it, got it. Okay. Um, what do you love about us? Oh, man. <laughs> um, I love that... Um, I love that how honest we're able to be with one another. Yeah, yeah. That's something that is really special. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love how much we learn from one another. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a really amazing thing, Mm -hmm. that a lot of relationships, no matter what they are, Mm -hmm. whether they be, like, father, daughter, like, parent, child, or or (laughs) Mother, sister, brother, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Or if it's just friend to friend or coworker to coworker, even. Like, sometimes you don't learn shit from your boss, you know? (laughs) Like... Um, so I think that is something that's really special that mm-hmm. should be protected yeah. and that I love very much. Totally. What about you? I want to ask it back. Yeah. I mean, even the honest thing, like, don't get us wrong. Being honest can be really hard. Yeah. Uh, being yeah. vulnerable can be really hard. Mm-hmm. But, um, I think we both create a really safe space for one another to, uh, build that honesty with one mm-hmm. another. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I think the thing I love most about us is just how much fun we can have with one another mm-hmm. and how much we laugh. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I always get, like, belly aching laughs with you and we mm-hmm. laugh about, you know, dumb shit. And um, we can have fun doing, like, like for instance, just going to TJ Maxx. That can be a fun, oh my God, wild experience, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> you just yeah. never know. Yeah. Um, and we're always down to have a good time. Mm-hmm. I love cooking with you. Yes. Love watching Bravo with you. Mm-hmm. I love chilling with you. Yeah. I love it all. Yeah. <laughs> I love it all. Yeah. Oh. oh, boy. Okay, so my card says, oh, what should we do more of mm-hmm. and why? Yeah. Well, I would say um, since we started this journey together of uh, creating Zen What mm-hmm. and podcasting, mm-hmm. it's been a lot of work. We've mm-hmm. had some play, yeah. but I would love for us to just have a day where we don't talk Zen what. Can we? <laughs> yeah, right? I was thinking that, and then I was like, do we have time? I don't know if we have time. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. Yeah. We gotta, gotta make time. <laughs> we gotta make the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And both of us have like made so many drastic changes yeah. in our lives yeah. in order to make the time. Mm-hmm. So we should sure. do it. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta set a day. Mm-hmm. 
same thing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> See, we're on the same wavelength. I always. Another thing I love about us. <laughs> oh. So, I hope you guys enjoyed that little game. Yeah, you but, should check it out. Yeah, yeah. You guys should go to the Skin Deep is mm-hmm. the name of the um, the company. Yeah. I guess now they're a full brand. Yeah, yeah brand. <laughs> um, and they're on YouTube as well, where they ask each other questions, mm-hmm. where they're um, either facing back to back or like looking each other dead in the eye. Oh my gosh! In silence in a that, metal chair. That's a lot. It's so much. I did that like New York Times thirty questions you ask yourself to fall in love and um, with Adam, and then at the end, yeah, I did, and then at the end you have to stare at each other for four minutes. Whoa! And I'm not great at reading instructions. I didn't read that you had to do that in silence because mm. in silence that's even harder. Like Adam yeah. and I were just like bickering the first two minutes. Like <laughs> it was just so uncomfortable <laughs> to be like staring into each other's eyes for four for four minutes. Minutes? Yeah, that's a lot. That's dumb mm-hmm. long. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was two minutes. I don't know. It felt nah, like twenty minutes. minutes. Yeah. No, nah, get out of here. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yo, do you remember that Patty Stanger rule of that you have to look at a man for five seconds across the bar? Ew. No. Do you remember that? <laughs> I, mean, okay. I remember the show, but I don't remember that. <laughs> Somebody brought that up this week on Bachelor of Paradise. Uh, and um I remember telling that to Natasha and her being so vehemently against <laughs> Five seconds. Yeah. She was like, bitch, I'm gonna time it. And yeah. she timed it with her phone. <laughs> we had to do like an exercise yeah. together. Five seconds was, it was cringe. Yeah. It's cringe. I can't even fathom. Yeah. That's mad. No matter how much you love the person, it is still uncomfortable. At least for me, yeah. Yeah, mad long. Yeah. Oh my god, that's wild. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing that. But we'll do these nice fun card games. Yeah, that was instead. fun. That's cute. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, so today for our episode, mm-hmm. we're talking about grief, mm-hmm. which is something that we both experience, yep. I think, pretty intensely yeah. and something that um, we both really are familiar with working through mm-hmm. um, and is definitely aligned with the motto of us um with our our motto that healing is a journey, not yeah. a destination. Mm-hmm. Grief yeah. is the perfect example of that. Yeah, yeah. There is no final destination none. for grief. Yeah, no, none. <laughs> yeah. Whew, oh, boy. <laughs> so, <laughs> can we discuss? Yes, can we discuss? Okay, so grief. So tell me about your experiences with grief as an adult, because grief as a child is a little different. I feel like you think that they go off into a magical land and you don't see them again. Mm-hmm. Versus adulthood, you have a lot more questions. Yeah. Um, so tell me about your experience with grief, like, post-college, I guess. Or not even post-college. Mm-hmm. Like, post-high school. I mean, for me, I guess the most profound experience that I uh, have had with grief happened when I was nine years old. Okay. Um, I have lost a few people, you know, since then, but it was Mm -hmm. nothing like that experience. Mm. Um, You know, I remember, I remember being in college and um, someone in Adam's fraternity died. He died from swine flu and that was really hard. What? Yeah. Remember when that was the latest thing? Yes, my roommate had it. They died? They died. And it was really, really sad. It was hard to navigate as a young college student, um, you know. Right before he died, like, he gave me a ride home to my, you know, sorority house. And he was, like, not really feeling well. But I never in my mind thought that Mm -hmm. he was going to die. Of a flu, no less, Mm -hmm. being that young. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he was a really good guy, really sweet. And um, I think that had a profound effect um, on everyone in in that friend group. Um, It reminded us that even though we're really young, like, Mm -hmm. life is very short. Yeah. And you just never know. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, what can happen. And so, yeah. And I think that's also kind of why I struggled with my job situation because I was like, I could drop dead at any moment Mm -hmm. and I'm not fully living my life Mm -hmm. and I'm miserable and and for what? Like, life is worth living fully. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So that was hard. Um, I also lost my great-grandmother 
this past year during COVID. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was 104 years old, yeah. so yeah. it was, you know, kind of to be expected. But, you know, that was still really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The last time I had seen her was when she, when I went down to Columbia to celebrate her 100th birthday. Yeah. And got to see, you know, my extended family, and mm-hmm. we got to celebrate her. Mm-hmm. And um, she's someone that, even though I wasn't close to because of distance, she's someone I always hold held very dear to my heart mm-hmm. um she just had a lot of stories she had gone through so much in her life uh she was someone that I definitely really looked up to and was mm-hmm. always grateful for because she was my grandmother's mother and my grandma's someone I'm incredibly close with and have yeah. a lot of love for so yeah. I just yeah. have a lot of gratitude towards her mm, as um, the, yeah the person who raised the person yeah, yeah. like brought yeah. her into this world yeah um, but yeah, I, I remember being really sad. Um, I, I guess she died in November, just like not being able to go to Columbia and be there. Like if this had yeah. been normal times, I would have flown down, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, or I, you know, I couldn't even be with my grandma to comfort her because mm-hmm. yeah. I was really scared of getting her sick, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. COVID's just been a wild time. It has. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that's why this episode... I think grief is always relevant, but mm-hmm. I think after last year, a lot of people are going to need a lot of help yeah. with the topic of grief. Mm-hmm. Um, and even at the very beginning of last year, we started off with the death of Kobe Bryant. Yeah. And, oh, uh, God, why do, I, why do I forget? Gigi? Gigi. Yeah. But Gianna. Gianna. Gianna Bryant. Um, and then the other family mm-hmm. that passed away with them mm-hmm. and just starting off we started off the year collectively as the world grieving i actually was in therapy and got out of therapy i went mm-hmm. to whole foods and the cashier was bawling yeah and yeah. i had no idea what was going on and mm-hmm. they were like oh kobe bryant just died in a in a helicopter, helicopter crash and i like that stunned me yeah <laughs> me too that was yeah me too because he was very much so not only larger in life because of his celebrity status, mm-hmm. but also being not only an athlete, but one of the greatest athletes yeah. in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, for them to be subjected to what anybody could be subjected to, mm-hmm. um, and this kind of experience of, of, of life that can be taken away, mm-hmm. like he was a victim yeah, of that, yeah. was, and then his child. Oh, that's so heartbreaking. I cried you know? so much about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can't was, fathom that. Yeah, me either. To be Vanessa. Um, yeah. Uh-uh. She's an incredibly strong person. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure it's been really tough for her. I'm sure at moments she's felt that she hasn't been strong. Yeah. But honestly, the fact that she gets up every morning. Yeah. And um, is there for her children? Mm-hmm. Is working on healing? Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm, I think she's really admirable. Yeah, because I don't know if I could do that. I, I don't know if I could handle that. After that, and I guess after you know the following days, mm-hmm. I was like, I wonder if we'll ever see her actively smiling ever again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really wondered yeah. that. I was like, I don't know if I would. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Even if I did again, I don't know if I would whip my phone out yeah. to, like, take a picture. Yeah. You know? And I think that's why she's so admirable, because she yeah. is... Li- she has to live her life. Yeah. She yes. Her life yes. can't end with that moment. Mm-hmm. Because she has mm-hmm. other girls that she also yeah. needs to... Um, be there for yeah um and they're all young they're all young yeah, yeah everybody's young even just yeah. thinking i'm like trying not to cry i know i know, I know. Like, I know. it's too a lot. lot yeah it's a lot like it's an empath lot. it's like way too much i know <laughs> um i felt the same way when nipsey died yeah i cried about that for weeks mm-hmm. um just because and same so with senseless. Vanessa. Yeah. Yeah, so senseless and also same with Vanessa Bryant, same with Angela Simmons, like mm-hmm. these black women, black and brown women who are in love with these black men who are just being taken left and fucking right. Yeah. And it's just like too and I was single at the time mm-hmm. and I got an intense fear and I still have an intense fear of other people dying. I have no yeah. fear about me dying. Yeah. If I if I'm going with the Lord, I'm going with the Lord. <laughs> like you know, but other people dying, I have a a constant, almost uh, a dull fear. Yeah. Um, and that those sort of deaths that are of popular figures and their spouses who are always black and brown women that I'm thinking of. Um, 
ignites mm-hmm. that fear mm-hmm. that is dulled within me that is constant. Yeah. Um, and I definitely have been through a lot with grief in my adult years yeah. rather than in my childhood at mm-hmm. all. Um, I lost all my grandparents in like five years pretty much. Yeah. Um, except for my one grandmother, who was my mm-hmm. bestest, bestest I friend. Know. I had to fly back from being abroad. I remember that. That was so Ooh. horrible. I was so worried about because because I, I was in London at the time yeah. with you too, and I yeah. remember like, oh my god, that, that was, girl. <laughs> I know that was really that yeah. was the hardest thing I've ever been yeah. through. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the best decision in my life to yeah, ever to go, go to back. London. Oh, okay, yeah. And then to go back, yeah, yeah obviously to go back for the funeral, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for me to not be so close to my home and to be really protected in this environment in England mm-hmm. emotionally mm-hmm. from my own depression. Yeah. I had like a new thing to explore and yeah. do at the time. Yeah. Um, because my grandmother, we were living with her. Mm-hmm. She was my best friend. I like I still haven't found anybody who can like tackle a Sephora the same way that we <laughs> tackled a Sephora. I remember running into the mall, like with you, your mom and your grandma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, and she died very suddenly also. Yeah. Um, that's always hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was, it's not like she had an illness or anything and mm-hmm. she was young. She was 71. Yeah. Um, and so, but going through that intense grief of not only being abroad while when she died, but also moving back into her house without her in it. Oh my gosh. So sad. That was a lot. Yeah. That was really, really hard. And I would say for anybody going through those types of things you have to give yourself credit literally for like waking up and doing what you're yeah. supposed to do like putting yeah. one foot in front of the other uh, yeah totally it's it's a lot yeah. yeah navigating grief and then having to live your daily life mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. whether that's going to work every day yeah or showing up for others yeah whatever yeah. it is mm-hmm. it's a lot yeah because it was a lot for me i can't even really imagine what it was for my mom yeah um, and also at that time, I don't know if you have ever felt this, but it's interesting what happens when, um, you and your parent have to grieve at the same time. Mm-hmm. My relationship with my mother shifted drastically mm-hmm. when her mother died. Mm-hmm. It is still different. It yeah. will never be the same. Mm-hmm. Do you find that you have also had that same experience? Yeah, I mean, so when I was nine years old, my grandfather died suddenly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was not sick. Mm-hmm. He was very young. He was 56 years old. It was very much unexpected. Yeah, that's very young. Yeah. Um, it was two weeks before Christmas, and my, you know, extended family was visiting from Columbia so that we could all celebrate oh Christmas. God. Like, his mother was in Queens at the time for Christmas. Yeah. Um, And he just, you know, I remember um, being woken up one morning, like very early. Mm -hmm. My parents being like, we need to go, we need to go. Your grandfather's sick. He has a headache. We Mm. need to get to Queens. And, you know, it's like, these are all very vivid memories, even though it happened so long ago. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I remember getting in, in my parents' car you know, being sleepy, like, not thinking much of it, just thinking mm-hmm. that my grandpa was not feeling well mm-hmm, and that we just mm-hmm. had to get there. Yeah. And we were about to hit the Holland Tunnel when my mom called my tia to see what was going on, and she told her that my grandfather had died. Mm. And um, my father, like, lost control of the wheel. Like, mm. it, like I'm getting teary-eyed even mm-hmm. just talking about something that took place 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, it's so hard to... To your point, to see your loved ones, to see the adults in your life just completely collapse by grief. Yeah. Um, yeah. That is, like, a really scary feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I remember um, on the drive, you know, on my way to Queens, even thinking, like, am I going to see my grandma cry? Because I had mm-hmm. never seen my grandma cry before. Like, mm-hmm. she, that was just not in her nature. She was just, like, a very um, jovial person. Mm-hmm. She was someone I always had fun with. And that yeah. was like a real question that I had. Mm-hmm. And of course she was crying. Yeah. She lost the love of her life that yeah. she had married when she was 17 years old. Yeah. Um, Oof. that was a really hard time. Yeah. 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 And it's intense to go through something 
Um, and everybody has to, in that moment, become an adult. Yeah, I definitely became somewhat of an adult in that moment. Like, yeah. I felt like I couldn't even properly grieve because I had to be there for the adults around me. Yeah. Like, I had to, yeah. in some way, make them happy or make sure that they were okay. Yeah. And I was yeah. not okay. Yeah. <laughs> I yes. just lost my grandfather. Yes. Yeah. 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 I feel very similarly about uh, when my grandma died. It was really hard mm-hmm. to see my mom. Yeah in a place where she needed her mom and her mom is no longer here. Yeah. Um, and so I think also being the eldest daughters, mm-hmm. we step up in a way <laughs> that other people don't. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Who are not in that yeah. same spot yeah. and position. Lucky us. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. We're going to make great moms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally. Totally. And, um... Yeah, I think the the responsibility of a lot of those burdens where mm-hmm. um, uh, you have to, like, rise up and become an adult. When yeah. you're the eldest daughter, you rise up in, like, in, uh, I guess, I want to say the best way, but I guess <laughs> in, in, like, honestly, like, yeah. you step up the most. Yeah. Um, and the responsibility does fall on you. Yeah. Um, and grieving is the worst part about adulthood, mm-hmm. I think, is grieving. Mm-hmm. I, think it's, I think it's the worst part about life, mm-hmm. is death. Yeah. I do. I mean, it definitely, that experience alone was definitely a defining moment for me. It taught me a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <laughs> before my grandfather, thank you, friend, yeah. <laughs> whole tissue. Yeah. Um, before my grandfather had died, I had lost an uncle to AIDS. So it wasn't like oh death was a, yeah, it wasn't Oof. like death was a completely new concept to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was like a whole different mm-hmm. ball game. Yeah. <laughs> like when it's a parent or a grandparent. Yeah. 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 Or even, um, caretaker. I should say that mm-hmm. a caretaker. Cause even like if my aunt Sue ever got sick, mm-hmm. I would lose my mind yeah. right now. Yeah. Cause he's 86. Um, but you know, like it's like the way he died too, just like so suddenly, so suddenly. it's just like, yeah. uh, you know, that's when I learned that anything can happen. And like that's the holidays too. Yeah. I think yeah. that's when my anxiety kind of started like picking up. Cause I was like, Oh yeah. shit, bad things can happen at any Anytime. moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also like, it just helped me to really, cause I think sometimes we do delude ourselves into just forgetting about death. Like, mm-hmm. that is the only thing that is assured in this life is mm-hmm. that we are all going to die at yeah. some point. Yeah. just don't know when. We don't yeah. know how. Um, but it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a good... Um, not good, but it was, like, a, a teaching moment for me to really try to be present and to not hold grudges towards the people that I love mm-hmm. to prepare myself that they are ultimately going to die one day so yeah. that I don't completely unravel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know it's still going to be hard, Yeah, but you know, mm-hmm. like I mentioned, I'm someone who's very close to my grandmother. Mm-hmm. I love her very dearly. But in that moment I was like, I love you way too much, but I need to start letting you go a little bit because mm. you're going to leave me one day. Mm. <laughs> mm. Even thinking about it just makes me cry. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. It is intense but I think the um, in the stage of immediate grief this is what I learned when I was in grief counseling Mm -hmm. because I went I remember a year the year anniversary of my grandmother's death Mm -hmm. I called my mom and I said I can't move Mm -hmm. I can't go to class I can't get out of the bed. I can't move. And yeah. she was like, well, I can. And that was my mom. So you need to go oh to grief therapy. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> mom. Yeah. But, she, but that was real, though. Yeah. That was real advice. Yeah. She was like, yo, I can't. I definitely can't take this on. Yeah. So please go see yeah. someone at your college. Mm-hmm. And I went to grief counseling. And one of the things I learned was it's never as bad as the day you found out. Yeah. It is never, Mm -hmm. ever going to be that bad ever again. Yeah. It won't. Yeah. So there is something to like look forward to in the process of grieving. Mm -hmm. Even though there's so many stages of grieving, there's like the 10 stages of grieving that Mm -hmm. people kind of move in and out through. It's not Mm -hmm. in any way in order. Um, But it'll never be that bad again. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. 
Oh my god. Yeah. Woo. We did not prepare. Going this. Oh my god. Woo. Oh my god. Can we keep it 100, please? Please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I think we are keeping it 100. We yeah. are literally crying so tears. We are on the bus. We're not pausing. We are pushing through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, to keep it 100. Yeah, like. T- time does heal some wounds, right? Like you, like to yeah. your point, it's never going to be as awful as that moment that you found out. Yeah, yeah. and you know, life goes on, mm-hmm. and you move on in some sort of way. But you never stop missing that person. You yeah, never, never stop grieving for that person. Yeah, you can. It can still be twenty years later, and you're still crying for that person. Yeah, and you can yeah. still easily go back to that place in time when you lost them, and mm-hmm. it's hurtful and it's painful. Yeah. Um. I think, too, like, even though, you know, death is this universal life experience, it still feels awkward to deal with or navigate. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. when, like, for instance, when a friend loses someone, I don't yeah. always know no what, to, what say, to say, even though I've experienced that same thing. Yeah. Because there's nothing really you can say. Yeah. That is right. going to ultimately make them feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it's acknowledging that and just being there for the person Mm -hmm. for whatever they may need Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um just acknowledging that it is extremely painful and that there's no words that can magically make that pain go away right yeah and i think grief is something that you like learn to live with yeah it's not you make space for yeah that you make space for just like you said it could be 20 years later and you're still like a mess Mm -hmm. um or or something could happen and you're like oh and it derails you Mm -hmm. um and I think as far as being there for other people, I've found that sometimes you have to know, like, your role. Yeah. Like, when someone goes to the hospital, even if it's for, like, a routine thing or, like, a... Uh, even it's for, like, having a baby, right? This mm-hmm. is what I plan to do with you. Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> having a baby. Um, I am best served back at home. Yeah. That is my role. I clean the house, take out the garbage, make mm-hmm. sure there's some nice tea on the kettle, yeah. make sure there's some nice, lovely foods Thanks when everyone right. gets home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can't making your bath teas, making your laxative smoothie. Oh, my God. <laughs> your lactating everything, yeah. potions. Yeah. That's where I am best served. I am not best served at the hospital. Yeah. There are some people who are best served yeah. praying over a body at the hospital, mm-hmm. but knowing your role is and where you are you can best show up Mm -hmm. i think is important yeah yeah definitely yeah um i remember this i read this in my adult life it's called the year of magical thinking by joan didion Mm -hmm. and it's um it's about her real experiences with losing her husband at a time when their only child was in a coma in the hospital and how what? yeah it was yeah oh just a very God. difficult time Ooh. in this person's life and you know it's like when you're grieving you kind of do engage in some sort of magical thinking like i remember yeah. you know being a kid and being like wait maybe my grandfather isn't actually dead mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe he just felt like life was too much and he just <laughs> yeah. bounced and yeah. he's yeah. somewhere you know yeah. somewhere else driving a cab in yeah. new york and yeah yeah. And it, like that almost provided me some comfort mm-hmm. in some way that he wasn't actually gone. Yeah. Um, that was obviously not the case. He was very much dead. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I think you do experience that mm-hmm. when you're grieving. Mm-hmm. It's just thinking of the what ifs or yeah. if you could turn back time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one of the stages. Yeah. That I definitely should have looked up before we recorded. But <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you have in here that I love, cry publicly. Yeah. I do that all the time. All the time. <laughs> Shout out to anybody in New York. You yeah. already know. If you cry on the subway, yep. the path, the bus, yep. nobody bothers you. Yep. When Prince died, oh my God. I cried from 72nd Street all the way to 151st. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sobbing, yeah. listening to a door. Yep. Sobbing. Yep. Nobody cares. No one cares. That's the great thing about New York City. It no sure one is. gives a fuck. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and if you're in LA or wherever the yeah. hell else, cry in your car. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Just cry cry on the street. Cry yeah. on the beach. <laughs> cry in the bathroom. Cry in the bathroom. Yeah. It feels good to let out a good cry. Yes. It's yes. like a release instead of holding it in. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. not breathing yeah. so that the tears don't come out. That's yeah. not going to necessarily 
serve you. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. And if it works for you to give yourself like a deadline of I'm going to cry for an hour and then I'll be done, do that. That has never worked for me. Mm-hmm. I never give myself like a time limit to feel bad. Mm-hmm. Because I know that feelings come and go. Yeah. So for me, that strategy doesn't work. For, for yeah. some people, it yeah. does. I mean, I remember when I was like a teenager, a young adult, I was someone, again, who did not like feeling my emotions. I very, was very much tried to be unemotional. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes, you know, you got to relieve that pressure. Yeah. And so yeah. I would maybe like once a quarter yeah. <laughs> watch um, Stepmom uh-huh. and that movie without fail always makes me bawl <laughs> my eyes out there's yeah. a little bit of everything for everyone there's humor there's joy yeah. and then there's just grief and yeah. sadness mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so yeah like I would just let out a good cry every mm-hmm. time I would watch that movie yeah um, I'm a little more in tune with my feelings now and so like I don't care if I'm gonna cry and you know yeah. I don't know. On the um, the podcast? Yeah, the podcast <laughs> or Union Square yeah. or Ugh, wherever. Yeah. 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 Whew. Oh my God. We are doing we are zooming it. We are keeping it one thousand <laughs> trillion. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Should we gosh. get that soul stretch? We should. Yeah. Um our soul stretch is our solutions and resources on how to heal. Mm-hmm. Um and so I do want to preface this. Mm-hmm. You can go to um, GriefShare. I think it's GriefShare.org, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and you can... I'll put it in the description box, actually. Mm-hmm. And you can get free grief counseling oh. um, wherever you are. Yeah, That's my dad amazing. is a grief counselor for GriefShare. Mm-hmm. And um, it is a free thing. He does it at church, but not everybody who he counsels is a part of the church. Mm-hmm. So you can go whatever you believe in. Wow. Um, whew, okay, so how do you best like navigate the different stages of grief and grieving mm-hmm. um, both reactively, mm-hmm. so uh, at first and then like even now? Yeah, when it's so much so um, much later. Yeah, I mean, I think definitely honoring your loved ones, right? Like, yeah. Um, you know, my grandfather has been out of my life longer than he was in it, but he had mm. such an impact mm. on my life. And um, just, like, thinking back on the few memories that I do have with him that I really hold dear. And, um, you know, so he died in December 1999. Mm-hmm. Um, last, or I guess two years ago, um, I held a memorial at my apartment. Yeah. I invited my family. Yeah, my parents came. My sister came. Mm-hmm. My Tia and um, her partner came, and um, we just had a celebration of his life. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. ordered some pizza. Mm-hmm. We had some aguardiente in his honor. <laughs> <laughs> um, we watched. I had a actually a home video on DVD that we walked in and watched a little <laughs> bit of, and it was just really nice. Like, I thought it was gonna be. A little, it, it was a little sad, but like mm-hmm. we were just really celebrating him and talking about just sharing memories of him with one another, and mm-hmm. it just felt like this really beautiful way to honor him. Yeah. Um, again, he's someone that I hold very close to my heart, so in some ways it feels like he's never left, but mm-hmm. there's definitely, there's always been a bit of a void. Like my family's dynamic changed very much after he passed away. Yeah. Um, right. So, so I just try to honor him and. Um, again, like grief and healing from grief, it's not a destination. No, you know? no. Um, and I think being mindful of that is important. Um, yeah. What about you? Um, I think I focused for a really long time on that last part of what you said, mm-hmm. which was that your family dynamic changed after somebody left. Yeah. Um, and I focused a lot on that because as the Oldest, role yeah. that I was in yeah. and am in in am currently in, yeah. um, I wasn't allowed this space for a lot of my healing mm-hmm. in the way um, you had to show up the, for other people. Yeah, yeah, like the people closest to me needed my support in a way they couldn't give back to me. Yeah, necessarily because they were going through things that were so difficult. Yeah, that they just needed my support in that moment. Um, so 
creating new experiences for myself mm -hmm. was really important. Yeah. Um, like immersing, like in that in that moment with your grandmother, like immersing yourself in that abroad experience. In right? abroad, yeah. yeah. Like I remember thinking, like I don't want anything to do with any straight man. I went to the gay club Tuesday through Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Week. Oh, I'm so every jealous. <laughs> I, I went to one straight bar in six months. Yeah. Like, you didn't miss out on anything. I know. The pubs, you I were know. better off. <laughs> you were better off. <laughs> oh, my God. And now all the places on Drag Race? I know all of them. Oh, my God. I've been to all of them. That's amazing. Um, and so really immersing myself with those, like, angels that I had. <laughs> they were angels yeah. sent. Totally. Um was very, very helpful for me because I didn't have the support physically because mm -hmm. my, I was so far away from my family or mentally yeah. um, for my family at that time. Um, and I would say getting help. Yes. Like, the help that I had when I was in college was free. In college, a lot of the time, I don't know if they still do this. Fuck, I don't know if they still do this because of... Um, now until 26, you you can be under your parents' oh, insurance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in college, I was under the, like, college insurance, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they provided counseling. Yeah. So, No, like, yeah, you could, even if, because I didn't have, uh, I wasn't under, like, the school's health insurance, I'm okay. pretty sure. I was under my parents' health insurance, mm -hmm. and I also got free counseling. Uh, see? Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 So go find someone to talk to, um, and there's a lot of people out there who you can speak to for free. Mm -hmm. um, and as far as anybody who's gone through a death through COVID... Um, knowing that you are not, not only that you're not alone, you're one of most, yeah. <laughs> um, I think is actually very comforting because grief can feel extremely isolating. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. it's so... Personal. So personal. Yeah. Everybody moves through those stages of deep grief so differently. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just knowing that this was a global pandemic and some people are like, eh, I can't go on vacation, eh. <laughs> but a, most people, like yeah. a lot of people, especially um, in, like you can find communities online and things, mm -hmm. have gone through what you are going through. Yeah. Um, so finding comfort in that I think is helpful. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much all I got. Yeah. One of the most difficult things about grieving is that you do feel alone. But at this moment, I don't feel alone. Um, something that I'd like to explore next season mm -hmm. is end of life care. Um, mm. I would love, love, love it if we could interview a death doula. Oh, um, I didn't even know death doulas existed until yeah. my tia was taking a course at the Art of Dying Institute in New York City. Um, New York City has everything. It has everything. Oh my God. <laughs> That's why I'm trying to stay. I don't never Hold on tight for as long as I can. I but, know. You know, that rent is too damn high. So, <laughs> <laughs> so TBD. Oh but yeah, it's it's this uh, collaborative initiative, and mm -hmm. it's dedicated to addressing the need for a quote unquote cultural awakening around the theme of death, uh -huh. and it um, it seeks to implement new perspectives and solutions to dying. And mm -hmm. so I took this from their website, and it says quote such thought leaders and practitioners understand the need for our culture to emerge from the denial of death that produces an overly materialistic and medicalized approach to dying. We seek to identify and implement viable solutions that represent and meet an emerging societal demand for more integrative, holistic, spiritually diverse, culturally supportive, and informed approach to death and dying, and in turn, living. End quote. We need to interview someone. Yeah, we, we absolutely need to interview words. someone. Yeah, a lot of words. <laughs> what? A lot of thoughts. A lot of concepts. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! Um, okay. And as I mentioned, my tia did take a course at yeah. this institute, so if this is something that you're interested in... Yeah. Um, Please feel free to explore and yes. <laughs> let us know. Oh my God, please let us know if this is, yeah, if this is something that you guys are interested in, in us covering mm -hmm. or if this is something that you've done. Yeah, or if you're a death doula. Or if you please. are one, yes. please reach out to zenwhat1.gmail.com. <laughs> Urgent, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, that, that would be awesome. Yeah. yeah I love that. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for Bravo Wishes episode. Jesus Christ. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's it, right? Yep. Goodbye, Kyle. Okay. Um hopefully we can get through this segment because Ida is over here by me. <laughs> I'm getting a little nervous. Oh my gosh. Getting a little nervous.
but it's fine. It's fine for now. So let's keep going. Yeah. I guess. And I here I have the beautiful California sunshine calling my name. I know. <laughs> Just landed in sunny Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been there for a week? Yeah, a week to this day. Um, just Dang. driving up the coast. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I knew it was going to be fun, but I didn't realize it was going to be this much fun, honestly. Um, yeah. yeah. Husband and I have been getting along. Yeah. And stop making all these stops. Yeah. It's been fun. Listening to music, driving. And he's actually mm-hmm. been doing all the driving. So I've been having a blast. Um, um, yeah. That is great. Chilling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I am, um, today I was like officially cut off of everything from my job. Wow. Everything is gone now. So now you're um, fully out. I know. End of an era. Um, and just trying to like balance it all. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Trying to balance like. Do you uh, feel sad about it a little? Um, no, cause I needed to let go. Yeah. This, like, I, I keep saying this, but I quit this job May 19th. <laughs> like, this, it lasted the whole summer. Yeah, it was like, like the mob. They wild. just kept pulling you back in, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, yeah, so I just need to, it was time for both of us to move on. Yeah. But, um, other than that, doing okay. Just trying to balance everything out. <laughs> Yeah, I could see you trying to do that math in your head right now. Yeah, if I oh my do God. this at X time and meet Y at yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm healthy and safe. Oh yeah, all good. Yeah, cool. yeah, cool. Yeah, I know it's crazy that um. Just a week. I or no, was a, I guess two weeks ago we recorded this mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm at the final stretch of my road trip and I oh. feel like I'm grieving over my vacation. Over your vacation, yeah. right? Yeah. I can't believe it's over. I know. Yeah. And you had been on vacation in Since 2019. over a year. Yeah. Yes. Oh my and God, that was with, you know, My parents and my sister and her fiance. And that was fun, but you know, not. Yeah, that's a not, trip. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's a whole trip. Yeah. So this has been so fun. Um, yeah. hiking a lot and eating good food and being on the mm-hmm. beach, all good things. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. You went to the beach? Yeah. I mean, I oh didn't like lay out, lay out. Cause we've been like, literally it's been like, go, go, go. Like just stopping yeah. at different towns and trying to see all that we can see. And, mm-hmm. um, but I definitely, <laughs> I watched, I think the end of Potomac on the beach this morning in Santa Barbara. Oh. Oh my uh, God! Could you imagine? Way. Yeah, <laughs> any better way to end this trip um, oh my God. than a little Bravo on the beach? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was sad to hear about um, Greg Leakes's passing. Oh, great! In our thoughts. Hmm. Oh my God! Everyone, the kids, yeah, Mimi, totally. everybody. So sad. Oh my gosh! So sad. Somebody put up a clip today. Of him and Nini, one of their best re- moments at the reunion, mm-hmm. where Nini points back and she goes, "Let him know, Greg, <laughs> honk that horn, Greg," and he goes, "Toot toot," and she goes, "Beep beep, boom." <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a beautiful memory! Oh, oh my, god. my god, when they were good, they mm-hmm. were amazing. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, Greg. I feel like they were an honest representation of what a marriage could be like. Not every marriage is like that, but I feel like many marriages can be like that or experience similar things or dynamics or whatever. Yeah. Um, And, you know, she was there with him till the end through all of those bumps in the road. Like, (sighs) so definitely thinking of her. Um, Mm -hmm. Hope she and her her and her family are okay. Um, Yeah. It's going to be hard for a while, but. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You know, I mean, people say this, like, you know, obviously it doesn't make the loss any easier, but, you know, he was suffering and in pain and yes, I guess for there, a long time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there is some semblance of, I don't know, peace yeah. and knowing that yeah. he's no longer in pain. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But 
that shit's still hard. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was young. He was like 67. Mm-hmm. Yeah, younger. totally. Mm-hmm. Very sad. Very sad. Um, speaking of mourning, speaking of people who are not doing well with grieving, mm-hmm. did you see Scott Disick's message to Kourtney Kardashian's ex-boyfriend? Of course I have. Jesus. I didn't leave oh planet my Earth. <laughs> I'm only in California. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are in the land of the Kardashians. Actually, Adam, we passed like a, um, what is it? Like the SUV Hummer. Um the Mercedes, the G Wagon. Um, and uh-huh. he's like, Do you think those are the Kardashians? I was like, Oh my God. Damn it, Adam. <laughs> damn it, Adam. Um, yeah, no, I thought that was crazy. Um, oh my God. Scott's, Scott's uh, Because you all know Courtney is the only acceptable one out of all 17 of those sisters. <laughs> and she is dating my white husband, Travis Parker. <laughs> so I keep up with these yeah. two. Yeah. And I cannot believe yeah. what Scott old as dust ass Disick <laughs> well, well, A, she's living her best life in Italy with her boo. Best life. Like, just living best it up, life. soaking it We're up. Seeing everything but them nipples. <laughs> she dodged a bullet, like, swears, like, living it up, not with living Scott. Yeah, it's like. Vegan, <laughs> loving it. <Yeah. laughs> Amelia Gray, you can have him, please. Yeah, um, yeah. No. And yeah, he's like texting her ex boo thing. That's mm-hmm. so sad. Trying to roast her. He's so pressed. Yeah, he's so pressed about it. It's, he needs to move on. Oh my god! I see why he only dates people who are like in between the ages of seventeen and nineteen. It's really gross, honestly. Um, so nasty. You know, because it's like now more than just a pattern. It's it's a life, oh, it's yeah. a choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. The power dynamic is fucked. That's yep. why he chooses the because it's like it, it's never gonna really go anywhere. Let's be real. Exactly right. Um. So yeah, I mm. feel I kind of feel for them all, but I don't know, Scott. You could have had Courtney. You could have had you, Courtney. You could have. You could have worked on yourself. Um, and it's not like it's not like he's Bruno Mars, right? Who needs to <laughs> sniff like seventeen pounds of coke before he gets on stage to like play the drums and the piano and sing and smoke a, a J on stage. Don't do that to like, Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> he sings about coke all the time. He loves coke. Oh, or like yeah. the weekend. Any of those like coke yeah, loving yeah, guys yeah. who like needed to do this thing that they do for their job. Definitely the weekend. Scott, you had no job. <laughs> yeah. He's talentless, remember. Oh, oh my God! Is that his brand? Mm-hmm. Like, like he makes socks or something? He makes merch? Yeah, like sweatshirts, sweatpants, just you know. And it says talentless. It says on talentless. It? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's expensive. I'm just out of on a hunch here. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's expensive. Oh my God! Yeah, that's really upsetting. Well, speaking of them. Uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills last week. Mm, mm-hmm. We didn't catch up on it last week. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, so Dorit can go with Ramona. <laughs> you can go all the way. Get out of here. Get off of my TV screen. Yeah. The feds are coming for you next. I don't know why you over here calling this black woman a bully on television. Yeah. And if she doesn't know what repercussions that has. Um, because her mom's best friend is black. (laughs) (laughs) Because black people work in her house. Yeah. And her kids love them. Yeah. Yo, I'm so sick of this race baiting and race, like, flat out race talk on these shows. Yeah. Where these women have, first of all, the black women on these shows have no business educating this level of... Time's up. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. yeah, this like this level of ignorance yeah. from these le- from mm-hmm. these women. Like mm-hmm. they need a whole seminar training, everything behind the scenes before a black cast member comes on the show for the safety of the black mm-hmm. cast member. Mm-hmm. Then the black cast member should not have to number one act like Ebony, who mm. we all know is like had a lesson plan yeah. on the show. <laughs> And then it shouldn't be like Garcelle who has to sit there in silence because she has to calculate what she has to say Mm -hmm. because no one will advocate for her. Yeah. Right. 
She's held to this different standard somehow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's trash for sure. Especially when Lisa Rinna is like on in your cast and like I know. you're being held to such different standards. It's like, exactly. What? Exactly. Yeah. Terrible. 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 And Lisa Rinna, I don't know what, who's buying that lip gloss, girl. <laughs> have you even heard of it? Is it on QVC or HSN? I have no idea. I think she has a website. I remember, oh, I remember when she came right. out with it, but I don't know where it's sold. I'm, you know, Me I never even have gotten a, a Kylie lip kit, so I know that this is not in my future. Like, I'm oh. not, you know, oh, I'm not no. gonna splurge on a Lisa Rinna gross lip gloss. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't. I thought the pillows were cute though at the party. I do like. She should do that. I would buy like a Lisa Rinna. Oh. Lip pool floaty yes or i would buy like a lisa retta lip gloss and like a pillow know. too or like a phone or like a, a retro phone, <laughs> a phone! Yeah. Oh remember those yes oh my oh god. god i would live for a phone yeah yeah wow okay yeah all these lip kits are 45 dollars. lisa girl you are wilding nope wait they live quit how much they're 65 they're $45 for a lip kit. You get a lipstick, lip gloss, and a lip liner. Why you need all those, don't know. She does have a pool float, though. But that's almost as much as, like, like a Pat McGrath. That's, like, you could get, like, really right. nice lipstick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. That's a, wow. <laughs> Might as well be getting Tom Ford over here. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing, Lisa? Oh, Lisa, the packaging <laughs> hideous yeah well that's not surprising but kudos to you lisa because you do have a pool flow and it is the only thing sold out so shout out to you lisa also it's like what she wasn't she wearing this like zebra print outfit this episode everyone was wearing a big chunky belt (laughs) and a blazer like three of them showed up in that same outfit Ugh, i was not here for it is that what we're doing 80s power suit I don't hate that. I don't mind that. I like a good power suit, but. I don't mind it, but none of them except for Garcelle, actually, and Lisa. I'll give Lisa. No. None of them besides Garcelle and Lisa have jobs. Oh, I see what you're saying. So it looks like they're playing dress up. It looks like they're like playing Barbie. This is Beverly Hills. Of course they're playing dress up. Hello, (laughs) Dorit. What? This is cosplay 24-7. Oh, my God. Not real life. Oh my god! And then Erica mm. played. Uh, listen, Erica went off. Sutton, Sutton fucked around, and then she found out. She found <laughs> out real quick. Oh Good. my god! Oh Lord, have mercy! Yeah. Erica came for that ass. She did, but you know what? Sutton seemed relatively unfazed by it. Yeah, because she knows she, she, now. At this point, she's like, "Well, I have more money than you." She's like, bitch, I spoke to my attorney. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not going to jail. Like, <laughs> And my man did not steal anything. Yeah. <laughs> so my money's not going anywhere. Yeah, seriously. You, on the other hand, uh... you can sit here and curse me out all you want to. Yeah. But when you need hair and makeup next season on the trip, mm-hmm. because you are by yourself, mm-hmm. and this is your only gig. <laughs> oh, Lord. mm Damn, Erica. Yeah. I don't really remember what else happened last week. Mm. Any any like standout things? I, I just remember seeing Amelia Gray and Delilah Bell. Oh no! Try on the, these dresses that Lisa Rinna has in, in her <laughs> closet oh of God. hoarder nightmares. <laughs> this garage. Yes. Yeah, I know Harry Hamlet is planning on like somehow using as a fire grill. Oh my! I, I'm sure he has great plans for this garage. <laughs> and they're just getting thwarted left and right by Lisa Rinna's just <laughs> antics, you know. <laughs> Oh my god, Lisa. Oh god, yes, I do remember that. And that boyfriend. So I watched Love Island the season that he was on. This guy was such a doofus. (laughs) Like it of course they're dating. It 
I truly believe they might be soulmates, in fact, honestly. Yeah? Oh, that's nice, This guy then. thought he was super deep. Like, that was his whole thing on Love Island, was, like, he needed to find someone who's just deep on his level, or, like, whatever. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure Amelia Gray thinks she's very profound. And I think she know. does, too. <laughs> oh, my God, I was watching this in a with a group of people yeah and they were like what is wrong with these two girls that they got this much work done at this age i know like what is going on here yeah and they were straight up having like a competitive runway in that garage did you notice that oh yeah these these aren't like kyle's daughters Mm -mm. kyle's daughters all night or even bella and Gigi, and they're straight up supermodels bella and Gigi. yeah (laughs) never yeah yeah, Ooh. I'm sorry I cut you off. You were saying about um, Bella and or what are their names again? Oh. <laughs> Amelia. Uh, and yeah, Amelia and another one. Yeah. yeah, they. Oh my god! I just we were looking at them. We were mm. like, they look older than us. Mm. I'm at 31, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. These girls are supposed to be like at the pool, natural or whatever yeah. the hell, and they look older than I do. I think. Because it's a big question mark. When you get that much work done, <laughs> you Are can't... you 35? Yeah, and the age range is 15 years? Like, that's not good work. That is not... No. no, 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 no. And I'm all for... Listen, if you want to do something elective, I'm all for it. But yeah. I don't think it's going to result the way you think it's going to result. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you saying that reminds me, actually, of... Um, the season finale of Roni, when the women were out with, you know, titties out, all crystallized, all glam. Yes. And um, just seeing Leah's boobs, I was like, wow, they look great. Like They look really good. You know, she just just got them redone, right? Like, or did Mm -hmm. she get implants? Whatever. Either way, they look phenomenal. And I would never Mm -hmm. have considered getting plastic surgery until you actually put that idea in my head. Oh, God, like, I'm the worst. No, I'm the worst no, no. Like, I think, yeah, just getting a little lift or something, that would be, right. that would be nice. It would be. It, it just scares be. me. That's the only thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Just the because, pain, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, I don't know. And I feel like, um, I think Leah got implants, which is much less invasive than a lift. Oh. I think a lift is a lot rougher on the body Damn than it. Okay. an implant. I know. That I makes know. me feel better. <laughs> For not getting one? No. <laughs> For wanting one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh Whatever. Well, they looked great in any event. Um, they did. They did look good. And you know who also looked good? Mm. And it looks their age and looks fantastic? Luann. Oh, yeah. She's beautiful. That bitch looks mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. Mm. She's definitely, like, a... The women are right. Like, I bet she is great in bed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, she's probably into nasty, freaky shit. <laughs> probably got all kinds of savage fancy in her closet. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. She's like the dom. <laughs> oh my gosh, she does strike that me energy. As a dom. Oh my god. Oh, Luann. Oh yeah. man. So, what did you think of um, the season finale of Roni? I can't believe that. I can't believe it ended. I can't believe we're here. Oh my it's a god, wrap. that it was such a. I was talking to my mom about this. It's no surprise that this season was really not that good because mm-hmm. last year. Right. Went to New York City was such trash that it would end like this mm-hmm. with them just crystallizing their titties and jumping around all over the place. Like this is this the best? They're just doing the best they can. Yeah, they had one trip to Salem, Massachusetts. I know. Like so, shit, mm-hmm. they just handed a shitty deck of cards. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, and then Ramona showed her whole ass. Mm-hmm. Who knows what's gonna happen? I heard they still haven't filmed the reunion. I know. That's what's wild to me. Like, what is happening? I don't know. Is is Andy still doing Watch What Happens Live? Isn't he busy doing other things? I don't know. Oh I don't know what God. the he reason got, is. Yeah. Yeah, he got something. He got to get these ladies together. Mm-hmm. I Oof. know. Yeah. Um, 
It's unfortunate because I feel like the I really enjoyed the last two episodes, I guess, or like yeah, yeah, the last the last half, I guess, of the mm-hmm. season. It was starting, I feel like, to pick up. Um, I think the issue with Roni is that um, this franchise in particular, it, there's the history between these women is so is so rich. So it's like yeah. when they add new women to the group, it takes a while mm-hmm. for them to like fully open up to them to really get to yeah. know them. For them to be immersed, and I think it was hard for Ebony to, like, fully um, engage with these women, and that makes total sense when your cast mate is Ramona Singer, you know? Um, (laughs) That is such a good point, because she has so many barriers up. Yeah. Like, age, Mm -hmm. she's younger than all of them, and you know they really don't fuck with Leah like that Mm -hmm. anyway, none Mm -hmm. of them. she doesn't have a husband, so mm-hmm. she's not coming in with, like, an asset. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She's a lawyer, which is great, yeah. but, like, that's kind of it. And I think she... that having a child, too, is a big thing. Like, I think that's why yes. Tinsley struggled, too, yeah. with some, a lot of the women. Like, she couldn't um, relate on that wavelength, which is huge for all of them. Like, that's a common thread amongst all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, even Bethany Frankel. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, I think she, there was just, like, a lot she was up against and then just like Mm -hmm. filming during COVID where it was like a lot was still up in the air and you know, restrictions would ease and then they would get picked back up again. Yeah. Sonia got COVID. Sonia got COVID and I'm sure that caused issues with filming as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sad. It's very bittersweet. um, Yeah. Um, like, I was thinking I would have loved to have known more about, like, Ebony and her family and even her, just, like, this journey she had of trying to find her uh, biological father. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, there's definitely more there. Um, For sure. I want to know why, specifically why, because Ebony made a comment today about Harry Dubin that I thought was mm. interesting, that she was like, he doesn't have enough money for me. Yeah. And I was like, how did you get here? Mm-hmm. to where you're dating only people who have like a net worth of a certain amount of money yeah. like how what's the path on what's what's what is all this she wants to um, be wealthy what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean <laughs> oh my god and like for someone who wants to further their family very badly mm-hmm. she, we saw her put a lot of effort into like trying to find her dad which is also very important yeah but, like, we didn't see anything about her dating life and what that looks like. And, like, mm-hmm. her trying to have a baby. Or, mm-hmm. like, did she freeze her eggs? Or, like, right, right. all that really on-trend stuff that's mm-hmm. coming out now about women and, and what they're doing in their mid to late 30s. Mm-hmm. We didn't really hear from her, which I thought was really sad. Yeah. It would be interesting if they brought Tinsley back and then, like, they yes. became really friendly and then it was them and dating. They, yes. Yes. Spice yes. it up a little bit. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be a lot of fun. Yes. That would be a lot. Because I think Ebony could take Dorinda. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, do you think Dorinda will be back next season? Or do you I think really she needs, like, another so. another season off? I I really hope she is back selfishly mm-hmm. i don't think she's ready because if you follow her on instagram she's like in the parking lots of shop rights <laughs> and like raving about restaurants that are chains and Aww. franchises and um <laughs> like at like, uh, putting herself into empty gucci shopping bags and like pretending it's a tiktok challenge she's like doing wild shit and then she released a book called uh keep it nice make it nice um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. She is promoting something that. like that. that something that is not a cookbook or a serving book or a decorating book, so nobody cares. Like she's just still kind of off the rails. So mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I know. I do. I do miss her though. Even though she was like really awful so, last season at points. Um, yeah, she's so mean. So mean. Um, I do love my Dorinda. <laughs> I love her, too. And I do want to see her around a black person because I want to know if I should still love her or not. Oh, my God. Speaking of which, about Roni, uh, I love that when they did the doppelganger party, but seeing yes. all the women imitate uh, the black, uh, their black cast uh, mates was just so yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, that was only uncomfortable because we know what they've said like two episodes ago. I see all of it. Yeah, just all of it was bad. It was all bad. 
It doesn't matter if they were doing Ebony, if they were doing Farshan. It doesn't yeah. matter if it was Lou or if it was Sonia. It doesn't yeah. matter who the fuck it was. It was just so wrong. It was so bad. Uh, uh. Oh, my God. Because we know how they feel. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. My mother's bloody again. Okay, um, yeah, we know how they feel. So, <laughs> Oof, Lord. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> So I thought that was funny. It was. Well, I haven't watched Potomac. You filled me in off the mic, but I have to watch it. Yes, absolutely. Because, yeah. Yeah. Um, And. I don't think your opinion is going to change, right? Like, I don't think you're suddenly going to become Team Wendy, but. um, Team Wendy? Yeah. Yeah, Unless she comes out with, like, I changed the name of my candle line and now it's. BBL mom lingerie. I'm not going to change my mind. <laughs> yeah. No. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, no, it was very, very fun. Um, and I love those ladies. Um, I love them too. Yeah, I was telling you, I can't believe, I think, um, I think Candace is my MVP of the season. That's wild. Yeah, that's wild. Never thought I'd say that. Um, she certainly yeah. was of last week's episode. And, yeah. um, Robin, she's been cracking me up a lot lately, too. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I hate to say that, like, depressed Robin is making me laugh depressed the most, Robin. but she is. Yeah. I so hate much. saying that, but She could do, true. like, a stand-up tour or something. I don't know. The, whoa. <laughs> I mean, if Louie could do cabaret. Sure. They could, they could absolutely do Her just, like, chugging them. those whiskeys? Oh, my God. <laughs> Hilarious. Yes. I would not ever talk about her kids backing up those orders, those ads. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You'll have to check it out. Yes, yes. And I did see the mid-season trailer, so I'm kind of like... Oh, yeah. I'm so excited for that. So excited. When Mia said, Pip, come down. The hoe is here. Do you know? I screamed. Danielle, I screamed (laughs) in my house. I was like, this bitch said... The pimp calling her husband, her seventy-year-old husband, the pimp. Mm-hmm. I live, I live for this. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Oh, and Karen looks so beautiful. Oh my god! I was living for all of it. Cannot she wait. looks so good, so 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 good. Yeah, she like shows. She is proof that if you are in any state, because she's in Maryland. Mm-hmm. If you were in any state, you could still look fresh as a daisy, gorgeous, styled, oh, yeah. polished. Mm-hmm. There are no could... excuses. Nope. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. I love Karen. Oh, I love her, too. I'm so, I'm so happy for this uh, vow renewal. I hope that they break the curse. I hope that. Same. Yeah, yeah, I hope so, too. Yeah. Wishing only the best for them. It, same. Yes. <laughs> Oh my god yeah okay well i have to go back to some hurricane prep because everyone's calling me asking me oh if i'm god. okay okay no worries my friend. lights are on and my internet is on but that's for now <laughs> well <laughs> stay, stay, stay safe friends stay safe thanks stay in your robe okay. i'm looking at this bitch she's in the hotel oh, robe yeah. i'm so jealous <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i'm gonna step outside and uh I'm near Rodeo Drive, so I might just oh my god take a walk. <laughs> I think you should. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Well, it was good seeing you, friend, and I will see yes. you in person real soon. Yes, for sure, and we will see you guys next week. Okay, bye. Love you. Bye. That was this week's episode. Thank you for listening. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate, review, and subscribe. If you want to share your healing journey with us, you can always DM us on Instagram at zenwhat, or you can email us at zenwhat, the number one, at gmail.com. If you're listening right now, please share on your Instagram story. We would love to grow this community, and it would really help us out. See you next week. week.